0: Welcome to the LSAT Habits Podcast, where in each episode we present key habits you can master to study smarter, save time, and raise your LSAT score. I'm your host and instructor, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. For this episode, we're going to discuss deadlines and the LSAT, and um, this is based largely on a book that I had high hopes for, um, and I still love the concept, and I think the concept really applies well here. The book is actually called The Deadline Effect, and uh, the, the general idea is how you can use deadlines to get things done. Um, And I had done this for a while. I learned about it. Not always saying I was perfect at it, but I love the concept and it has worked for me quite well, actually. Um, When I heard the book come out recently, it's again, The Deadline Effect by Christopher Cox. I had high hopes because I thought, oh yeah, this does make a big difference. And this is something I, this is a, you know, a concept that I share with my students to get the most out of your time. Um, but full disclosure, I was not crazy about the book. Now, let me preface this by saying, I hate saying negative things about someone's work because I look, I'm working, you're working know how hard it is. I respect someone doing something to just, you know, accomplish something. Right. And so this is tough for me. I just didn't care for the book. Now, I'm only saying it to be completely transparent. Um, I'll tell you why I didn't like it and why you may or may not like it. You can decide if you want to go out and get it, but I'll also share the core concepts with you, or at least the core concepts that, that I'd like to see, uh, that, that especially you can apply to the LSAT. So here's why I didn't care for it. And again, this is me. there's a lot of narrative and there's nothing wrong with that. I have just, I like nonfiction books and, um, I don't necessarily need narrative there. There are a lot of books out there that use a lot of narrative with nonfiction to sort of give you the best of both worlds and sort of tell a story with the concepts. I don't need that so much. Some people really like that and some people, you know, depends on the circumstance. For me, I felt like it was overdone. I, I love, you know, I think narrative can be helpful in that they're giving you concrete examples, case studies, but. It was a little too much narrative for my taste. So that's my own critique of it. Again, that's me. I like the idea behind the book so much that I'm actually mentioning it during this podcast. If you like narrative writing, read this book. Seriously, it's great. And it gives you some really great examples. If you're not into it so much, then hey, you could still learn from something. And, and, and that's part of why I'm doing this podcast episode. I want to save you having to go and read it if like me you don't necessarily care for narrative writing but you want to apply the basic principles to your work uh, particularly with the LSAT so let me get into the core idea right the name of the book is the deadline effect and i you know that that name kind of says says it all in a sense right like using deadlines to get work done ha what a concept but think about it for a second um, for a long time right i've use deadlines to help me in the sense that right think about we all deal with deadlines on some level even if we're not as successful with it or we go past the deadline we're yeah let me take the worst case example let's just say you got a deadline for friday ideally you'll get it done by friday and there's a good chance you will let's just say something happens or for whatever reason you're not doing so hot and friday doesn't happen well in the back of your mind you're like it's supposed to be done friday Well, let me work on it Saturday. Let me work on it Sunday. So maybe I shoot for Friday and it happens Sunday or Monday. Right. But it still happens. Right. And you're better off than you had, than if you had not set a deadline. Right. And and, and that's the point of this, right. Ideally you get it done by that time. And I would say you'd be surprised at how much you can do if you utilize this, but either way, because you've got this set, it motivates you. Well, my deadline's Tuesday. Well, my deadline's here right? And so again, ideally you'll get it done by then, if not before then, even if you're up until the very end, right? But you find yourself, you got a fire lit under you, and you're getting it done, right? And that's what we're after. And again, if it ends up, oh shoot, I I didn't make it to Friday. I didn't get it all done. Well, maybe I got more of it done than otherwise. So, all right, fine. Two days later, it's done on Sunday, done on Monday, right? But you you had that lighting of fire under you, so you got more done than you would have otherwise. And again, ideally we finish by the deadline. We deal with this in all areas of our life. So, why not apply it to something you're focused on? And, it, right, great for the LSAT in a bunch of different areas. So, here, what do I mean by this? Let me, let's, let's even, here's a classic one that I give to students scheduling the exam. So, sometimes students will say to me, Hey, you know, I think I want to take it by this month. Um, and here, you know what, the The, the date of me, air, you know, recording this podcast is uh, June 21st. I'll probably air it at the earliest will be the next day, June 22nd, 2022. So let's just let's say someone comes to me and says, I want to take the LSAT in the fall. But I'm not sure. Maybe I should maybe I have a little more time and I should take it, you know, after the new year because I have I'm, I'm I'm doing OK with it. Fine. Right. Like. I don't i'll often say to them i don't think you can go wrong if you sign up for it in the fall let's just say they want to sign up for it in august pushing it a little bit right you know at the time of this uh air date you could still sign up for the august of 2022. it's like oh, i want to sign up for august but i'm not sure maybe i need more time sign up for august here's why now take everything i'm saying with a grain of salt but here's why i might say to someone sign up for august you sign up for august work your butt off for august If as you get closer to August, all of a sudden you're like, yeah, you know what, I'm not in striking distance in my score. I'm taking these practice tests and I'm just way off. Okay. Change the date, make it later, make it in the fall. You know, um, you can do that. Now there, there are some other issues. Certainly there's money involved. If I sign up for it, I have to pay X amount of dollars to, um, LSAC, Right now, be careful about your deadlines. I would say to them, hey, just, you know, mark down your calendar when it's gonna be in August or the general date, because there's flexibility with the flex. Um, but also try to mark down, if you've got an electronic calendar, this can be very helpful. Mark down each of the um, cancellation or refund deadlines. There'll often be a deadline where you can get, uh, it's not always that generous, but with the time, but you can get your full refund or you can, get a partial refund, or you can reschedule. So mark those down in your calendar. Um, I like to use a calendar on my phone. We're all on our phones these days, for better or worse. I try to be careful about it, but I'm going to see that. Whether it's Google calendars, Apple, or something on Android, or whatever, or whatever you use, mark down that, that date, as well as if you're, you know, you're potentially going to, you know, want to reschedule, check out their rescheduling deadlines, put those in your calendar as well. But here's the thing I would say to a student, right? Like, well, shoot, I'm not 100% about August. What if, what if I want to take it later? What if I need more time? Okay. You've got those deadlines. As you get closer to them, get a sense of how you're scoring. Maybe you realize you're not ready for it and you do want to push it back to say October or November or something. Maybe. Or maybe that deadline has worked really well for you, and you're on track, and you know there's no guarantees. But hey, I'm I'm within five points of my target score, and I got a good chunk of time before I'm up there. Maybe I should take it, right? But it's you've got that to motivate you. If you've got a deadline looming, it does light a fire under you. And let's think of it this way too. Let's just say, okay, I I, I sign up for August, and I'm working my butt off and working my butt off. And then, okay, as I get closer, I realize, oh, maybe I have to cut bait because I'm not within target, you know, target score. And so maybe I need to push it back and reschedule to October. Ideally, you won't lose money or if you do, won't lose too much money. Or even if you do, you want to take it when you're ready, right? But here's the thing. Even if you do push it back, if you were working towards August and then you pushed it back to, say, October or November or something, you have accomplished – work in that time because you were striving for August. Right? Like you probably worked harder leading up until August than you would if you originally had set it up for October or November. Right. If I oh, I'm just gonna wait till November. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But if I sign up for August and then I realize oh shoot, I gotta push it back. I mean, let's be honest, if I've got a deadline in front of me, I'm probably pushing myself because I got this August thing. And yeah, even if I don't take it in August, I've got that work under my belt because I had a fire lit under me, right? And so you, there's a benefit either way. That's the real power of this. And they give examples in that book, right? Someone will have a deadline of a certain day and then yeah, maybe they don't finish it by that day, right? But hey, three days later, um, right? But they may not have worked as hard if they didn't have that original deadline. So even if you've got the lagging results, setting that deadline lights a fire under you, and that's what we're after. So keep that in mind. And again, I get this age-old question from students a lot. Hey, should I take it this fall, or should I take it the following winter, or should I take it in the spring? Now, you know, be realistic about it, right? Don't drive yourself nuts. Like, it's like, man, I've only got, a, you know, three months and I'm nowhere near it. Right. And I'm giving examples. Don't, don't read too much into my examples here. Right. But have a sense of where you are and how much progress you can make. But if it's a realistic challenge, again, to set it up, say for August and get the score you want, if it's a realistic challenge, it's still a challenge, but it's realistic, you know, then sign up. And if, as you get closer, you see that either the work isn't happening, ideally it is, or you're not getting right the progress you want, then push it out, right? But because you've got that original deadline looming, it does drive you to put in the effort that you need. So really keep that in mind. That's one example. And again, you could do this with any time you're setting up for it. Uh I let me give you, let me just actually give you a personal example within this example before I move on to some others. Me, for example, right? The first time I was going to take it, I remember I ended up having to postpone it. And um, the truth is, if I had originally set up the, the, the longer term date that I ended up taking it, I wouldn't have studied as much because I would have had way more time. But because i had three you know i don't know let's just say it was three months as opposed to six months it lit a fire under me and i was studying and i got more working than i would have otherwise right there's a decent chance we're human beings right there's a decent chance if i had just done the six-month date from the very beginning maybe i would have uh, not given it as much early on in the first three months or or maybe not done as you know anyway I, I probably would not i would not have had that fire lit under me right i wouldn't have been as driven and so that's that deadline right is helpful for that reason so again you can have flexibility with it but that's the benefit of this i'm a great example of it i see it over and over again with my students and by the way no shame happened to me i ended up getting my target score now i've got this podcast and i'm teaching it it can work out right but there's no shame in setting a deadline and then moving it back better that than not doing one at all right but it is a really great tool to get you working and get you productive let's think about some other examples for this even on a smaller level um i mean here's a general one i generally recommend to students that are working with me generally depends on this the case but generally once you're in a decent place one pt a week some people can do more Um, i'm always careful don't do more than never do them on consecutive days for a bunch of reasons you don't want to wear yourself out but Maybe getting something built into a two-week or whatever. But I generally say try to get to one a week. But think about that. Even that is something of a deadline. I used to do my PTs. um, Let's just say I did them on a Saturday. Every Saturday I'm getting ready. Let's just say something happens on Saturday. I got this thing going on. And I normally get done on Saturday, but this Saturday just doesn't happen. Guess what's happening on Sunday? Or if I'm sick on Saturday, guess what's happening as soon as I feel better? Maybe it's Sunday. Maybe it's Monday. I'm taking a PT. Right, that's the nature of the deadline effect, and I mean, in some ways, (laughs) this is a deadline. You put it on your calendar, and that's another thing. Right, again, I kind of alluded to this before, but I'm not a huge calendar person, but I think they can be helpful. If we live by our devices, it's not a bad idea to put this stuff on your calendar. Give yourself alerts as it's looming. Um, And so, again, right, that's one example. I'm taking my PT, and even if you procrastinate a bit, it's like, oh, we're supposed to do it Saturday, and well, man, now it happened Tuesday. And if that happens every once in a while, hey, it's happening. Because I've got it in there, it's happening. If I don't meet that deadline, I'm like, wait, I got to get this done. And then eventually it gets done, ideally, right? So we could use this on so many levels. Even, I mean, I'll just give you another example. If you're, what I'll say to someone, especially if they're working or if they've got other obligations, if you get a lunch hour, if you happen to have a job where you have a lunch hour, Maybe, hey, maybe I'll do one reading comp passage on, you know, and if not if not doing a reading comp passage, maybe I'll do a game or maybe I'll do like five LR questions or something in my lunch hour, right? If you have something like that where okay, whatever it is, whatever you're working on, right And that's by the way, that's just one example, but that's a reasonable one, right? If I do one passage timed or something or one game timed or, a set of five or seven LR questions, timed or untimed, right? I can do that on a lunch hour and maybe still have time to, you know, enjoy the rest of my time and take a break from work. Right. But what's that? That's a deadline. I'm going to do this at one o'clock when I'm on lunch or 12 o'clock when I'm on lunch, or I maybe only have a bite first because I need to take care of myself and have a break. But then, you know, right? When I've got X amount of time left in my, my lunch hour, I'm going to get this practice work done. Right? But you're setting deadlines. And that's what this is. And again, here's the idea, right? You set something, right? That old idea, I, it never makes any sense to me, this quote, right? Shoot for the moon, you land at the stars. I mean, or the stars farther, uh, but like, yeah, I shoot for this deadline. And even if I, ideally you'll meet it, you'd be surprised, right? But even if you don't, then okay, it's a day or two later or it's an X amount of time later, right? Even right again, I'm going to take a PT at 12 o'clock on Saturday. I mean, this would happen to me all the time. Be like, I'm going to take it at this time on Saturday. Fine. Right. And then something happened and then something happened. All right. Well, you know what? I take it at one o'clock, took it an hour later. Guess what? I still took it. Ideally I'd be taking it at 12 o'clock, right? But life happens. I'm still getting my weekly PTs in. So setting that deadline, even if you don't come exactly on it will make you more likely to get it done, even if it's later, it still happens. It ha- we, you, you could probably think of many instances in your life. And again, I'll tell you, I always thought, shoot, maybe I'll be that person that's always, uh, and when I first heard of this approach, I'm like, maybe I'll always be that person that's running behind my deadline. You know, if it's supposed to be for Friday, I get it on Sunday or something. Um, one, if that is the case, <laughs> you're getting it done, which is great. Um, but two, and this is really important, You would be surprised. I was surprised. I thought I'd always be lagging behind. I was surprised at how much I get done when I give myself a deadline. Uh, It just holds you to it. Oh, I'll tell you, in a previous life, I worked in politics and I worked on campaigns. And, uh, you know, the the funny thing about a campaign is I remember thinking back and being like, how did we get all this done by this amount of time? How did I get this done by this amount of time, right? No matter what your politics, think about a campaign. Here's election day. That's election day. It's either happening by election day or it's not. Hey, here's primary day. These tasks are happening or they're not, right? Like, and you could probably think of this in any walk of life you've been. If you've, you know, think about your, you think about if you've got a job, right? You're getting paid on that day. If 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 that's not in, if that paycheck isn't coming, you're gonna go up to your boss, but what's going on here, right? Like, deadlines just have an effect on us. So take advantage of it. Take advantage of it using what I'm mentioning here. And you can do it on so many levels, right? Like whether it's scheduling the exam or planning your work, just take advantage of that deadline effect. Even if you're lagging behind, you'll get more done if you set deadlines and you know set them reasonably. But take advantage of it. It really makes a difference. Um, I hope this has been helpful. If you have any questions, you know how to contact me, jdlset.com. That's jdlset.com. Oh, I'll give you one other example working with a tutor, working with a teacher. I get students and they're getting more out of it than just having someone who works with me, right? But we'll often meet once a week. That's their time working with me. I'm going to get, they're going to get my PT done on Saturday. I'm going to meet with Jimmy on Tuesday. Got to get it done. Got to get my blind review done. Got to get the homework done. Right. But you have it in your calendar. You have this um, routine going and right, because you're working with, a private teacher or a tutor who you've set time with right And you've got it on the schedule it holds you accountable you're more likely to get it done a lot of people just like working one-on-one with tutors and teachers because hey i've got this thing i got to get my stuff ready it's going to force me to study when i otherwise wouldn't even give me structure I'm not saying you have to do that i I believe that students that work with me get a lot more out of it than me just setting deadlines for them. You're getting, in my opinion, some, some really super effective techniques, but bottom line, that's another thing. And if you've ever had a gym membership and I'm gone with a trainer, right? Like there's just something, well, I got this thing scheduled. I'm not feeling like working out, but yeah, you know, my, tra- my trainer's waiting for me. All of a sudden you're somehow at the gym. Hey, I've got this meeting with Jimmy. I don't necessarily feel like doing LSAT work today. But I got this thing scheduled with them. All of a sudden, we're working together. We're getting your LSAT prep done. So something to think about. And of course, if you are interested in working one-on-one, jdlset.com. That's jdlset.com. Reach out to me. Oh, one last bit of good news. Um, I'm trying to always share this when I can. I just heard from one of my students today. She got into both Northwestern law and Georgetown. I am so proud of her. Now she's got the tough decision of trying to figure out which one she's going to attend. So uh, good problem to have. Anyone who's out there listening, I remember when I used to be like, gee, I wish I had that problem. And it can happen. It's happening for her. So now she's got that good problem. So congrats to her. Um, I also do admissions consulting. So also feel free to work out, reach out to me, jdlsat.com. I hope this has been helpful. And Keep listening. Thank you for listening. One tip to use your time with this podcast effectively: take a look at the list of previous episodes. They're named by topic, so you can prioritize your listening based on specific areas where you need help the most. Again, I'm your host, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. Please do subscribe to the LSAT Habits Podcast and share these episodes with friends. If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, feel free to reach out to me and check out my website. Again, it's jdlsat.com. That's jdlsat.com.